um, welcome everyone. This is, by the way, this is Golda. This is Roxy. And uh, what what happened this week? Um, well, we are we going to say Gomba. We are in all social media. You guys follow us. Uh, no, call us. They, no? they, they know. They know the works right now. Fine. We're just going to put it in the description. Yeah. Uh, well, this week we are talking about books, mm. but what happened this week? We have Amber Rose and the flat walk. Yeah, no, I want to say something about the about the bush. Uh, okay, Amber Rose and the rose bush. <laughs> that's that's actually clever. Thank you. <laughs> Did it take a while for it to come up? Without they come come no, up? No, it just came right now. Good for you. Well, what do you think? Do you think that picture was like a thirst a thirst trap or like a statement? I don't know. When I looked at it, I was just like, well, Samba Rose, that's who he was. The only thing I, I, I was like thinking about was, who rubbed all that oil on you? Uh, girl, she rubbed it herself. Yeah, it was, was it like a photo shoot or was it like a moment captured in time? You know, like Koba? No, I think it was a photo shoot. Oh. I don't think she just... I think that bush took some time to like grow properly. And be trimmed properly. Cause yeah, mani- of course. Properly manicured. Of course, bush. yeah. So I think she it looks took good time. though. I did not hate any. The first time I saw it, I was just like Amber Rose in Kendiana. Yeah, Monier. Come on, people. Okay, there were people who were discussing it, and they were like, "Amber broke the internet," and I was like, huh? "No, she did not." I was like, "Really? This is what do you mean? We have seen all angles of Amber. So now because we have seen the bush suddenly, it's so it's so special. Like she's she's always half naked. Like she's so used to her. She's so proud of her body as she should be." Because I mean, she's hot. She's hot also, you know, you should all be proud of your bodies, but she's very if hot. She's very hot. Any her measurements are just ridiculous. Yeah, clearly. She's really pretty. Personally, Amarose has forever been my female crush. Quite you know, she can be naked, half naked, semi naked, whatever. Three point um, five naked. And if this is what it takes for people to attend her slut work, so that's fine. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think about the slut work? I don't have a problem with it. I think that, you know, in terms of feminism and activism and whatever, there are different type of you know, yeah, issues that you want to reach their own. That's yeah, fine. you wanna you. This like work brings rape culture to the forefront, and yeah. like the idea, kwamba just because I'm sexually active doesn't mean that you are entitled to my body. So yeah. that's a nice message. Guys don't like it. A lot of men are so of against they don't the, sli- like the slut walk. But they don't like it not because they they don't like it because they don't want to listen to the message. Yeah, they just are looking at it like, oh, look at these bitches. Being naked and telling yeah. us this, you're yeah. not listening to the message. Yeah, the message is just because I am out here naked doesn't mean doesn't mean that you should more like than me. the fact that I'm out here naked. You yes, know? that's it, and that's it. But they don't want to listen to that. Yeah, true. Because people, I don't for some reason people don't want to be told don't rape, don't I don't know, don't treat women vibaya. Yeah, and that feels like oh my god, how dare you? Tell yeah, you know, me and it's just like when a woman people. says, listen, I can be out here like I'm. This is my body. I come and like a skimpy. Nudity is a thing. Like you're not supposed to walk out around naked. Yeah, that's, that's a illegal. totally different discussion. Yeah, that's illegal. But if I'm wearing something that like shows my body or whatever, that doesn't mean that you have a right to come and touch it. Like it's my body. It's not yeah. yours. And also, I feel like. Any, we have come to associate being half naked to like things like rape and mm. other types of abuse, but it's not. I'm yeah. quite sure in the history of time, people have been raped dressed in jeans or yeah. dressed in like dresses. True, come on, this this tweet that came like that was floating around in the middle of the week. Yeah. I think there's this video of this girl in Karyako. Mm. She's like a curvaceous woman, mm. right? And she's wearing like a, a white skirt, Evie, mm. Evie But then people were just like, any shaming her, any when I'm when I'm on air, but a policeman had to come and escort her away. Hey, in Karyako. Okay. So sometimes we might think, okay, slut walk, Bali, sana, like it doesn't happen here. When no one. Oh, it happens here more than walk. it happens, I think. Yeah, Asia. but like these things are happening in our environment. Any mimi kwafano, mimi kwa zasi ndani Karyako. Any, I don't go to Karyako because of that reason. <laughs> See, I don't like to be harassed. Well, I, well, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and it's, it's like you know it's gonna happen. So. You know, but okay, for me it happens less in Mwenge. 
Oh my god, I hate Mwenge. Because I get harassed with the men and they're consistently trying to touch you. Yeah, I know. You get harassed with the wasusi. And you get a mm. Mwenge, make sure your hair is fly. Yeah. Otherwise, people will be flying <laughs> on you with their braid. Daddy, I'm so gay. Daddy, I'm so gay. Daddy, I'm so gay. I know. hate it. It is yeah, anyway, harassment everywhere. But you know, the thing is, the thing I've realized now, but because I have a car now, I get harassed less. Like in way back then when we were using public transport. My, oh my friend, god. by we, the time you get to the bus stop and sugar from the bus stop yeah, and walk, it's a oh. problem. I remember the, there was this one time I was like in a daladala, just chilling, like going somewhere. This guy was behind me, just like coming up to me, you know, like rubbing his body on me. Oh and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why? What? What is what is, is it? Uh, How do you think this I, is normal? I, I, men, sometimes, man. I, I'm not all men, yes, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's but just so you, annoying. People just sometimes, sometimes. It's just. with biceps. I don't see the need to go and touch his biceps. Don't you think that attracts me? It attracts it me. I would put my hand there yes. too, but I don't because it's not normal. <laughs> because you are a human being and you're not a petting, you're not an animal. And you, or even like with middle class men, yeah, go to a party dressed in some something skimpy. Yeah, and the eyes that will scorch you, the mm. amount of men that will want to be like around you. Yeah, it's like okay. It's just because you're not from like maybe Swahili. That's mm. why you're not calling me da 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 da. Mm. But it's the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, but just get used to it, man. But you guys have you guys look at naked women like all the have time. Boy, now how is this shocking? It's, it's just a body. Like I don't. You mean I just don't know? Maybe maybe because I'm a woman and I yeah, like I course. don't understand the instinct. Yeah, maybe I don't understand the instinct of like the erection because the erection is what everybody blames everything on. I've yeah. never had the erection, so I don't understand the pain. Someone was telling me that they come on, they have an erection. The blood goes from the head to and to the penis, and it goes from the legs to the penis to the penis. So he is both numb and dumb. And I was like, you're blaming you way to tell me too many things on this All election. of, there are about 9 billion people society. Are we 7, 8? Yeah. I'm sure at least half of that is men. Yeah. All 4 or th- 5 of them yeah. cannot think when they have an erection. I, I don't believe that. Because you're trying to tell me all of them ba- make bad decisions because it's of erections. It's not true. That Girl, is not please. true, please. I have more faith in men than men have, have a faith in themselves, seats. really. I tell it's them true. all the time, but you are capable of better. You can control yourself. <laughs> but while they're like, no, I can't. No! You can. You don't want to. Yeah. There's a difference between you can't tell you don't want to. Anyway, Assad is out here making music. New Hokwelia move Assad. Can we just move on to the next phase? Assad is not Let the man music. be a kid. <laughs> let the man be let, a kid. Let the, let the kid, kid, be, kid. kid. Let the kid be a kid. Let the kid be a kid. Maybe I don't understand. Was that Summer Jam? Where was that? The thing that I sent you? Why was he outside at that time? In on stage with the Migos, the man. Yeah, it's not I mean, fair. I love Assad. I love this whole facade. This whole we are pretending Gomez is making music. Yeah. great. Yeah, but just let the kids sleep. Mm, true. It's and old. drink milk. How how old is he? Is he a year old? Sidani, hey my friend. By the time he's a year old, he's he will year. be directing movies. I think this child. I think one of my makes it when he grows up. This child is already treated like a chi- like a child star. And he's a baby. He's a star. Myself. All these kids who grew up in the, I'm sure Sabini Nikki Fungua Snapchat and Doctor and I. Yeah. All these kids of Womekua in the limelight when I'm going to Look at Amanda Bynes. Look at all of them, my yeah. friend. We used to we used to have Amanda Bynes. Mm-hmm. We used to have Raven. Yeah. And Miley. Yeah. As you can tell, those are going to. Yeah, and you just take the, the Serena, the Selena, and mm-hmm. who's that other one? Uh, Demi. Demi. All of them rehab and back. Yeah, true. It's a problem. Like this kid. I mean, just now, honestly, let the man, let the kid be a kid. Let him be a baby. You know, let him sleep. It's not baby. Also, let him at some point decide if he wants to do this. Yeah, work. it's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah, maybe I'm going to get my billion years. I tell you, I'm going to need him to do it. Anyway, Seda Karoli has a new song. I have not. I wanted to, but I did not get the time. Seda Karoli's song is very generic, to be honest. I'm saddened as a person who 
likes her music or okay. like her old music. I feel like she's trying so hard to come back and maybe she shouldn't. Maybe she just teach a class of how to beat uh, the drums. Yeah. Cuz she's very talented. Like let her be like bring her a, bring a drum revolution of some sort. Yes, yeah. like she doesn't have to, any of her songs nikawa michukua all the hooks za the famous bongo flavor songs mm. and then I kind of over like that typical higher beat in the mm-hmm. background so that to me is very I know they try to make it radio friendly but I was like why why is everything so generic now like it mm. all sounds the same she could have done that with just drums <laughs> I don't get it anyway another thing is nimena kongalia the mummy oh when you say mummy you meant <laughs> the mummy the movie the mama no okay got it the mummy with tom cruise yeah it was tom cruise i went to watch it because of one reason and that was tom cruise and I was very disappointed. I was disappointed. Halfway through the movie, they kind of tweet, they kind of text. Wow. That is how much I was like, I see oh, where no, this movie is going. Go. Yeah, I was like, I it's see. It's the only thing in the movies right now. Yeah. I, I, I should have just gone back and watched Wonder Woman. Cause we, By the way, yeah. Yeah, it was like student, the student discount day. And yeah. I was like, it's just 5K. Let me just go watch it. Let me just go watch it. To be honest, I'll be watching it. I know Bay watches that, but I maybe I would have seen chestless men. That would have been more entertaining. You would have definitely seen two yeah. very buffed chestless. The mummy is chestless like they're trying so hard. Yeah. They're trying so hard to build the universe, and the the story itself makes no sense. And another thing I hated after that in Mekubuka, there is the worst trope that I hate in movies, which is the girl who does not know how to take care of herself, and the hero has to save her every time. It Fairy pisses tales. me off because this girl in this movie she's an archaeologist like she's like an archaeologist how is she an archaeologist but she can't sell this that's the thing you can't be an, arche- an archaeologist a boy like in the middle of iraq to go find like artifacts and yeah. you don't know how to take care of yourself and like that's it comes with the job it's yes. part of the job description yeah going to dangerous places to get ancient things you c- and then like but in this movie every time many to storm like grabbing her running they were running all the time together and he, never did she save herself and they were fighting against mummies so it's not like you need you need yeah. to like expertise when you become a you, you if it's like a, a movie where maybe there's like a special ops person yeah, yeah. in the middle of the jungle this guy yeah. knows how to handle the jungle i would be yeah. like fine she doesn't know what she's doing but this guy just need to palm more mummies like that doesn't take skill it just takes good arm strength which i'm sure she did because she's you know hot and thin so i'm sure she had the strength to do it but she didn't do it this, movie, didn't this movie didn't make any sense the ending was really dumb Oh, they are no. trying to make it it's into a, like a gods and masters universe where they're going to have Frankenstein and all these other nope. things and like Dracula nope. and all these things. Nope. <laughs> nope. And it's like no, let no. us not combine in a movie every free book. Yeah, they're trying to in make Kindle. They're trying Please, to no. They're trying to make um a, a a dark universe universe like with Tom Cruise as like the the lead. No, Tom Cruise. Let me tell no, you something. This Mission is impossible. Why, you can still do those. This is why they pay Robert Downey Jr. the big bucks because he managed to create a universe. I mean, it was just him. Like the strength of Iron Man was so amazing. Back they decided to pay like to make a universe out of it. Yeah. What they don't understand is the first movie needs to be compelling for you to be like, wow. If they make the second movie, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going. Yeah. By the time it's the third, you hate it, but you're so like you know you you really have to because you know. I don't know. You're so faithful to the thing. Yeah. It's like Fast and Furious. Yes. We are going out of faithfulness yes. right now, to be honest. Fast, Fast and Furious at this point, like the first Fast and Furious movie was really good. The second one, personally, I really like better even than the second. And then, you know, they keep going, keeping, yeah, they kept hitting and missing. Like, but... All the time you keep remembering the first two movies. Yeah. And you're like, you know, I'm going for that time where we had, you know, Vin Diesel was great. Well, uh, yeah. To be honest, that's why we're, we're still watching those True. movies. True. So these guys made a mistake. The first movie was not good enough for me to be convinced. Come on, the second one will be good. Was there not a mummy before? 
there have been, I think, okay, there was the mummy with Brendan Fraser, you remember the one which, yeah. was, which was fun? Is it the funny? same thing? No. I thought this would be like some sort of a continuation nope. from that. It's completely new. It was weird. And then they, we, they got, you know what, we can do the mummy for a long time. Point is, don't go watch that movie. Don't waste your money. Okay. Okay, moving on to the most important, to the important topic. Yes. Uh, we just, we're just going to talk about some books that we like, like. But before we do that, there's a theme you're going to notice in this in this podcast. podcast. So mm. let me just talk about well, let's talk about our taste in books before yeah. we even continue. So my taste in books, mm. I like happy endings. Like mm. any other art I consume, I'm it's an escape. Just to make you happy, it's an escape for me yeah. for my like my real world, my real life. Yeah. So I want to read something that's entertaining, mm. something that's a little funny, but I need a happy ending. I don't like books where at the end everyone is dying and he walks away <laughs> and you know like he has learnt a lesson. I don't like those type of books. I like books where at the end everything is just they go through Great. a lot of crisis, but it it makes sense. Yeah. If they're sacrificing the way, fine, lakini. It makes sense. Yes, at the end of the day, we all go to a point where I was like. <sighs> Yeah, we're done. Because imagine if in Harry Potter and then at the end actually Harry dies and then Voldy is still around. Yeah. Then it's like, what? Seven books? I know. <laughs> so I like books which get, like, and I like books that get, that have an end, like, that, that are, like, tied up. Coconut, some series, confirmed is John, not John Grisham's, uh, Lee Child and, uh, James Patterson, the yeah. type where there's one character and then there's so then, many things. Yeah, but different stories. Yeah, me, me, those type of books I don't like. I can uh, read one, I but I don't read, like, I don't read them. I cannot read Even if all they have them. some sort of connection? No, really, because there's no end, you know? Oh, some of them have end. For example, Ian Ranking is writing, keeps writing about Rebus. Mm-hmm. But the guy keeps aging with Ian Ranking. Mm-hmm. Like, he at some point where people, his Rebus' age mm-hmm. were uh, retiring, mm-hmm. Rebus retired. Yeah. So now he's, like, freelancing, he's outside, of, and, he, and they were asking him, like, is he going to die? He's like, obviously, when I die, I will stop writing him, and he will die. No, those are not the type of books I like. Okay, so, like, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Sherlock is still going on. I can. I've read one Sherlock Holmes book. And that's it. Yeah. And I don't want to. I don't. I'm not gonna. Read, I'm gonna read like the the special book in the series. Like oh. this is the story here was really good. Yeah. I can. I won't read like all of them, or even follow up on that character. Ooh, maybe you should read. You should read. Um, what's her name? Uh, Monsieur Perrot. Ah, uh, Nani. Because he died. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. There's a book I read. He died. Okay. Yeah. So that one has a beginning and an end. Okay, fine. I might get into what that. What is that woman's name, though? Agus. Agatha. Agatha. Christie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh-huh. he dies. Oh, I like books that make me feel things. Okay. So louder, joy, sadness. No, no, not sadness. Okay. That one I uh, will get from other things. Okay. So uh, inspired, motivated, or books that open my eyes. Yeah. I don't like books that are sad for no reason. Me neither. If it's gonna be sad, give me a good reason. Maybe I don't like books. The mo- maybe whenever I read a book where there is a rape scene, we're done. Already, I'm like, do I need to continue? Actually, I don't. Re- re- I don't read the rape scenes, which I know sometimes they write them because they're like, okay, Rogues and Gays, mm. Untamed State. Yeah, the book is rough. Yeah, and I read it because Rogues and Gay. Mm-hmm. But my God, there is so <laughs> much see, rape. Maybe yeah, I, 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 I was skipping, and it. you know, she's like, I wanted it to be difficult, and I'm yeah. like, I get what you're saying, but I'm not a rapist. I'm not planning to rape anyone, mm. so I think I can skip this. And, and whenever I read a book where they, they like, the, the author is taking, like, you can see he's gleefully describing torture. I, I think. know. For her, you can, it, it just, it's, it, it feels like what rape would, is mm-hmm. in, the, in real life. Maybe I don't like that. And, and maybe I have, I don't have a problem, I, 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 I DNF books. Meaning, come on, if you figure someone in contact with the pen, I don't stress I, myself. I still have not 
gotten that. Yeah, Mimi, I, I, I drop yeah, books yeah, so will, many times. Oh, yeah, I wish. Yeah, 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 I, I will struggle through. I will... Yeah, I, mean, I feel like I'm, I'm in Vietnam. I'm 40% through the book, even 30% through my the friends, book. You have not caught my attention enough. Ten, but, okay, I have a 100-page uh, book rule. So yeah. easy. If in 100 pages you have not... Mm. Kama uje nipata bado unipata tena. Yeah, cool. Imetoka. But after the if I you manage to get me through the 100, I'm mm. just going to have to finish you. Okay. So how do you usually find your books? I get them in libraries. I get them I see like video those Palachini Kindle and mm. like because yeah, the suggested reads are in Bookbub when they send you a book you buy it and mm. then you can go and see other books by that author yeah. and authors one of an eye. Mm. And well, like you said, Goodreads. Me for me, it, it's it all starts and ends with Goodreads for me. Goodreads is the one website I use for everything, like yeah. re- book recommendations, like authors. If I'm if I'm bored, I'm like okay, I, I'm tired of a certain genre. Like I wanna try something different. Then yeah. on Goodreads, and after a list of books in that genre, yeah. and I, I try to find them, and then I try to get them on Amazon. Yeah. So for me, it's it's all Goodreads. I don't even. I, also I don't do libraries. Thing. I don't do any of that. I also have this thing where I discover writers through. YouTube, um, like booktube, okay. not exactly booktube. For example, Chimamanda mm. had um had a what do we call it? A discussion, a panel talk, a panel yeah. interview mm. with Zadie Smith. Mm. That's how I discovered Zadie Smith. Okay, Zadie Smith had one with what's the lady's name? My God, eh, Anyway, that's how I got her. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking at Elizabeth Gilbert someday, and mm-hmm. she had an interview with that same lady. Mm-hmm. She was written a book called State of Wonder, which is an amazing book. Okay. Which is funny. Anyway, so that's how I discovered that lady, because I'm like, mm-hmm. if you have Elizabeth Gilbert ticked, and you have Zadie Smith ticked, mm-hmm. I, you must be good. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, like, I find Rogues and Gay, I'm over you, and I'm too flying evil. Mm-hmm. So that's how mm-hmm. I discovered some of them. I also follow a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of authors on Twitter, I think. So they yeah, also they recommend people. Oh, okay. The okay, ones maybe, I followed are not very exciting. Maybe the, the romance author uh, life. Yeah. These people tweet. They tweet a lot. On our side, they will just treat you like, we're going to this place for this this function. Yeah. So they hardly ever tell you what to read. But then when you look at their interviews, most mm. of the time they would ask them, what do you read? What are you reading right now? Okay. So from there I get authors. Okay. But usually it's libraries. Okay. So, what is the funniest book you have ever read? The funniest book I have ever read, unfortunately, is a book called I Hope They Save Me in Hell. By Tucker Max. By Tucker Max. You've read it? No, I haven't. I've, I've watched the movie, though. Okay, the, the movie, movie was crap. The movie made me realize. I was like, am I sure I want to read this book? Because this guy looks like an Trust asshole. Trust me. Yes. You don't... Okay, he's an asshole. He's like the worst person in the planet. <laughs> but... In the book, he's funny. In the movie, I feel like he was just an asshole. Yeah. But in the book, he's really, really funny. Like the things he says, and he's married now with a kid. Mm. That was someone like you know, women. <sighs> some women love assholes. I know. Mm. Well, anyway, so um, I I tried looking for some of the things that made me laugh. I couldn't get them right mm. now because I gave the book to someone, mm. Juliana. If you're listening, <laughs> you're the one who has my book. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he, uh, he says eight fifty eight. We go to McDonald's. The woman in front of me in line spends more than five minutes contemplating. Her order. This infuriates me. What are you looking for? Maxi Bays? It's the goddamn McDonald's menu. It's been the same for the, for 10 years. It's all Mac shit. Just order. <laughs> okay. And then he has, you know, very important things like, ladies, let me just give you some advice. You can th- throw all, all, all your stupid fucking chiclet self-help. Why doesn't he love me books? We don't have those, by the way. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, because this is all you need to know. Men will treat you the way you let them. There is no such thing as deserving respect. 
you get what you demand from people. If you demand respect, he will either respect you or he won't associate with you. It's really that simple. Isn't this like, it summarizes dating for me. I think so. Yeah. In, in life, actually. In life. You get what you ask for. Life. This is what I was telling someone yeah. the, other way, the other day. I was telling them, come, but no one, the world's going to give you anything, my friend. You need to You get what it. you ask for. Get out and of if you don't ask for it, no one's going to give it to you. Yeah. So this was, I, really, way back when, when I read this, mm. it kind of changed the way I looked at dating. Because I'm like, okay, this is what I want. Mm. You don't have to want it with me, yeah. but this is what I want. So if you can give it, well, bye. True. Well, yeah. I feel like for me, my other fami- funniest book, the funniest book that I can recall that yeah. I really liked was some, was He's Just Not That Into You, which yeah. I need to read again and again and again. Right? I really love that book. I think every woman should read that book because it, it should be recommended really yes, for anyone. Because when I was very young, I read it and it changed my perspective on men completely. Because I, I remember you called me in South Africa. Yeah. You called me. <laughs> I was just like, there must be something about this book. I, I really love this book. It's amazing. I think. It was funny, but it was also like real. Because he was telling yeah. you, like, listen, just because he's, if he's not calling you, sis, Yanni, that he's one just was the one for me. That into you. It's that, <laughs> that simple. That one was the one for me, ladies. Yanni. If he's not calling you, Yanni, there is no way to go around that. There is no way. We live in 2017. I've seen a person who dated like a Marine mm. in fucking Afghanistan and yeah. they used to have conversations for like three hours. Yes. If he's not calling you, he's not an interview. <laughs> there is no way. Jump up and down, go to the moon and come Those back. Those are justifying no way. his business. His what, and it applies to yeah, women he, too. If she's not looking for you, boo. She is not into she's you. She's not into you. It's yeah, somehow, even in a busy day, I find time, even when I'm in the toilet, to yeah. text my boyfriend. Yeah. He's not, yeah, there is no way, my friend. Oh, yeah. But you know, I do, the thing is, I want to read books by funny people, but for some reason, I just, sometimes it's hard. It takes a very long time to get there. Like, I have, um, Yes Please by Amy Polas. Yeah. I studied the, the first two chapters, Jack Maliza. Oh. I have, I'm Judging You, which I am like 60% into. And it's not like it's a bad book. I really like it. It's just, yeah. I read it and then I've got somewhere, um, I stop. Because like uh, to me, the reason why I want to finish a book is because I want to see what happens. What it's happens like, at the end? I yeah, see you know, and there's, yeah. so there's no plot to keep me that. Of course, especially with like Amy Schumer. Yeah, there's no you know her life right now. Yeah, like you, it's not at some point she's going to like win an Oscar at yeah. the end or win the love of but her life. But surprisingly, the books that make me like fun, books by a funny person that I read without question is Mindy Kaling. But Mindy, okay, Mindy is a different type of funny. Yeah, I, feel. I think Mindy is kind of funny, isn't it? Like it's, it feels like you're in, in her mind. She's talking, yes. to you're having a conversation. Yeah. Those are the type of funny books that I like. But anyway, I've never, I've not finished Bakaleo Tina Facebook. Mimi, I really tried because I really love Tina Fey, my friend. Yeah, me too. I really tried. And I wanted to give it to her just because yeah. it's Tina Fey. I bought the book. Mm, you have I it. it yes. <laughs> I got, I got to yes, please, when it was on sale. So I got it for like $2. So yeah, it wasn't me. so bad. Oh my God. I <laughs> bought it. The full price too. <laughs> oh my God. Bacalio uh, What books do you read when you're sad? I actually don't really read when I'm sad because okay. I don't know. I just... I find it hard to concentrate when I'm sad. But mm-hmm. if I am going to read, mm-hmm. uh, I try to read. I read a book by Joel Osteen. Mm-hmm. It's called Become a Better You. Every okay. chapter for me just feels like... And that guy is like quick motivation 101. Really? I've yeah. never read it. So you just find one... Okay, I have a... I should give it to you okay. when you leave. Uh, I have a 30-day thing. when you Every morning you read. It's like a, it's like a... It's not a prayer. It's like something that you say to yourself. Something like... Um, Dear Father, like, like affirmations, or like affirmations, but yeah. to God, and mm-hmm. then there is a chapter that explains it, which okay. is really good. So I read that, or I read Become a Better You, or I read the Psalms because Psalms, mm. I just they go be- between 
dear god i love you to dear god i love you so much test me which yeah. i i just escaped i think that's for something i was like mm, don't touch me i don't remember that time i read the bible man yeah so i read Psalms 23 mm. when i'm um when i'm sad mm. or when i feel defeated sad i read Psalms 27 which is which has the line when the wicked even my enemies and foes come up to come up to me come upon me to eat my flesh mm. they stumble and fail I, to each their own sis because yes. i don't read any of that when i'm sad when i'm sad i go back to books that make me feel good yeah but for, for me this just feels like i mean okay the creator of the universe is mm. the like the we imagine that if god were to write a book yeah. right yeah and he says things like they want they want to come upon me they will stumble and fall i just feel like when you, i feel defeated like when people are just pissing me off mm. this is where i go to okay this is like my own version of getting you a hitman oh. I understand how I, how it would work and yeah. I feel like I should definitely go back and read the songs because I remember when I was younger I used to love that book Psalms and Song of Solomon those are my Song of Solomon was a bit for, for then me, when I only to so sexual but now like okay it was not I like I like the verse like I like the books in verse so that's yeah. proverbs ah, Psalms, like that like those type of books those are my fa- those are my favorite books in the bible so I like the stories because they're very Sometimes I'm like any this is what like has remained in the bible yeah these people were some were not that great sometimes no they weren't yeah they were human just like us they, they were human anyway um i like reading books that make me feel good so i repeat like the book that i had read maybe let's say this happen let's say i'm really sad like in 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 february mm. but like in december i had read a book that really made me feel good so i will go back to that book so okay. the latest book that made me feel good yeah. i go i go back and reread it it's but a great idea when i was in uni i used to read this book called slow hit in heaven by sandra brown and I read it so much because I could not think of my cream yani. It was my favorite <laughs> book. It it was so romantic. Like it was my favorite romance and I read it all the time because at that time I didn't read that many romances. So yeah, that's what I do when I'm sad. What self-help books would you recommend? Self-help books that I would recommend. There is a book called The Magic of Thinking Big which I feel like almost everyone in the planet knows. Mm, no, I have read Think Positive Something by Norman Peel. That's oh, never mind. Yeah. Positive thinking. Power of the power, power of positive, positive thinking. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the magic of thinking big is a bit simpler, mm-hmm. but I really love it. It was the first book that ever opened up the idea of like positive thinking could actually change your life. Yeah. I think before that I never thought about it. Like of course you hear think positive and yeah. whatever, but I never actually like put it into context and mm-hmm. my dad had that book. It was it's a really old copy. Like I still have it to this day. When I say it's a non copy I mean their pages and they're literally just pages that una soma na chukua page moja una soma mbele na nyuma unaweka chini that old that's, that's, that's how much me and him have read it yeah yeah but it, it's really good okay and or do you want to do one I do one uh okay um, yeah. I like um seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey Honestly, yeah. anyone who has listened to me talk on this episode, I mean on this podcast knows how much I like I swear by that book. That Still book, that productivity. I read I read it um when I was younger and those seven habits really change your life. It it puts you like, like you think differently. So I Still feel that like that productivity. Yeah, but you know, get through it cuz I took I mean I read it when I was younger. I read it when I was 14. Mm. So it's been a while. Like these habits I don't like I in my brain they're part of me now. Yeah. So it takes it didn't I also had to change my mind a lot too when I was in when I was in when I was in all level because you know at the time I felt like a victim. I felt like I'm going to nail but yeah. after reading that book it made me realize you have more power in your life than you think. Yeah. So you need to get like you know, you are the one who det- determines your fate. You yeah. can't let someone else to make the decisions for you. Which as a young child I think that's what it took for me to just like get my act together and yeah. like do stuff. So my favorite book I would read it again. 
I think that's what I feel with David Schwartz. Mm. Like the whole idea, Kwamba, sometimes things don't happen because you're not thinking that they're possible. Yeah. Yeah, you just think, Kwamba, no, I'm not going to get that. So start thinking positively. Be like, I want that and I'm going to get it. So yeah. how do I get it? For me, the, the book that made me think a little bit, okay, the, rec- the most recent self-help book, I guess, that mm. I, I read that made me think of possibilities was The Year of Yes, Mission Rhymes. Yeah. Because I, after reading that book, I made... It, I I was going through some things where I was doubting myself and all that, and then I I, I thought to myself like, but why? Yeah. Why don't you say yes to these opportunities? Why don't you just like you know take your life by the horns and just like ride it? You know, like yeah. why why are you holding yourself back? And yeah. I think reading that book and reading how Shonda changed her life and she lost all of this weight, especially the the weight loss thing, which yeah. I really related to, it made me think you know we just I may be holding myself back. So yeah. that's the last book I read that like really motivated me my favorite chapter in the book is saying no yeah <laughs> because saying no is very hard mm. which you imagine it would be easier right yeah. if you're the kind of person who doesn't say yes it mm. means you say no but yeah like telling people no is very hard for true me. especially the people you care about yeah like when it, like when people say maybe i let's do this it's mm. very hard for me to say no i know same yeah so but after reading that what I, my takeaway message was learn how to say no okay so what is your favorite book of all time Favorite, obviously, Harry Potter. Everyone, for us, I think definitely Harry Potter. That was yeah. amazing. It's almost flawless, I think. For me, it's flawless. It's I mean, flawless. I don't know, maybe we were kids, but still, I have to say, even if you saw some chapters, yes. I'm still like, Mimi, I, I reread the first two books, yeah. and as I was reading them, any, okay, first of all, it was very nostalgic to me because it reminded yeah. me of the days when I was younger and I had all the time to read these books. All these books. But it, it was still interesting for me. Like, you can, you understand the character motivations. Yeah. You, it's funny in some places. Yes. It's heartwarming in, in others. Like, and in it's the, a whole world that's like, it's an imaginary world. Yeah. Honestly, best book. And I think Harry Potter is the one that made me get into paranormal because, okay, so I got a bit older and I, I like reading romances or books with romantic elements rather, but I also enjoy like fantasy yeah. novels. So now I'm really into like paranormal, like sort of my favorite genres in romance. And there's this series which I, I want everybody to read it. So if I look at my like favorite paranormal series, mm. it's by this one called Crazy Cole. Now she... Yeah, you've sent me one. I just definitely read it. I love the series. I want everybody to read it. It's so great. I shall. It gives me some. Harry, birthday, it gives me just... some. It gives me some Harry Potter-ish vibes in the sense that it's a really? world. No, no, it's a world with like rules and like okay. it, there's a lot of world building in it. Okay. So you feel like you're in a completely different reality, but yeah. then also it has attractive demons and vampires and and Val- Valkyries and yeah and so many things. Who are Valkyries? These are you know like there were these women, actually. Anthony, no, they, think of them like Amazons, except okay. they are not Greek mythology. They are, uh, what do you call them? Icelandic or Norwegian or Swedish. Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's how Yeah, okay. Because they are, they are warriors. They are warrior women. But and I think their weakness is, if you take their virginity, so they die, it's really, or something like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Yes. I also enjoy It, Pray, Love. And mm. I possibly always, for the rest of my life, will enjoy it. That book was amazing. Yes. Right. Every few years, I still go back and read it. It's great. It's I don't know book. why anyone would not like... It's a great <sighs> book because I think, for me, what it, what I, what changed my life after reading It, Pray, Love is yeah. the thought, Kwamba, you can travel the world and you can find yourself. Like, life doesn't end... It's not just, it's not small, like, it's not just Tanzania, it's not Morogoro, you know, there's so much more out there, and you can, and it's, and the whole spiritual journey that she took, it also inspired me, it was a really well-written book, like, that book was amazing. It was amazing. It still is. 
um, there's a part where she wrote um, the guy, the New Yorker that she dated, mm-hmm. the yogi New Yorker, yeah. and she wrote a, um, an email, I think, to him. Yeah. That email is still something that I read okay, consistently all the time. Because it was just such a eye-opener that, you know... And then, remember that guy, someone from Texas? Mm-hmm. And he was like... Um, so she's like, she was telling him that I really miss him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, then miss him then. Mm-hmm. And when every time you think about him... Like, send some light his way. Mm-hmm. Miss him, send some light his way, and then move on with your life. Yeah. I was just like, yes. yes. That was, there were some amazing gems. And remember yeah. that there was that girl that she met at the ashram, the one who used to come to the to the temple to pray. Yeah. But yeah. she had, like, she wanted to do other things with yeah, her life. Yeah. And I think she was... There was a skinny boy, and there was a girl with glasses. Or yeah. Mm. And that, that girl, like, in the fact that she just... She was very devoted, like, like, very devoted to that faith. And at the time, I think... I was going through my own atheism, agnostic, whatever. <laughs> and I think that's what it took for me to like come back and be like, oh. girl, chill. There yeah. are some things you can't explain. <laughs> I went through mine just last year. Yeah. So it's a good book. It's also a classic. In my and opinion. it's also very well written. It is. It's very well written. Elizabeth Gilbert is a good writer. Yeah. Say but what when you it comes will. to words, yes. the woman can put them together. Say what you will about Elizabeth Gilbert. And even say what you will about a lot of authors, like yeah. they are, what they think outside of their work or whatever. Yeah. But most of them are really good authors yeah like they put they can put words together to make beautiful sentences true like john green Mm. although he writes like teenage i don't know if i've ever read a book about like grown-ups by him no i don't think he's done it but the fault in our stars is amazing the word i call it word porn it's such the word good, arrangement in that book. It's amazingly written. Like it's, it's amazingly written. Like the conversation it, those two people have. Yes. I'm just like, how? Who are these people? It's, it's, it's enough to like take you in and just like, there are some t- sentences you read and you just sigh. Like, <sighs> exactly. Any you know, sentences I read that I just have to go back to the internet and tell the world people I have just read the most amazing thing beautiful. ever. Yeah. When you find a book. And that's why for me, come on, like 40% and I have not felt that feeling. Yeah. What's the point of me continuing to read this? Because I want that feeling. Like I want to feel like the words or the story or the plot is so engrossing. Like I'm just, it just, you know, it makes me feel so excited to yeah, read it. It makes you, you know? feel things. Yeah. So don't bring, oh, yeah. The, don't bring me some lame ass written books. What books, what, what books do you think change your life or change your thinking? I mean, we've just mentioned a, a bunch. Yeah. But like for me, if I, if I remember the first book that opened my eyes was Things Fall Apart by Chino Achebe because that book taught, it, it made me realize that you can have a great story about African people. Yeah. Before that, I had never read anything that was like, that was that good. Yeah. Written by an African. It was all... You all know, because it was written by... I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was all... And it was not... And all the stories were not necessarily based in Africa. All the ones that had been based in Africa. And even the Dogo you know those stories we yeah, used to read in primary just, school? Yeah. Yeah. So, they were, like, you know, simple. Yeah. But that was the first complex story with all these characters and, like, a different world that made sense, you know? Yeah. So, things were, things were apart, which, you know, Achebe, I still love. And at the time, because I read that when I was in Olivo and I was a closeted romance lover, closeted. there was this, like paragraph where yeah. like Okonkwo takes his second wife yeah it's such a small paragraph luckily it was like the most romantic thing that was in that really? book I used to reread it again and again and again <laughs> oh way back then I'm sure it was yeah it was to me it was so exciting oh my god yes so he got, he got his second wife but it was a great book love yeah yeah it is a great book mm-hmm. I think the first thing that I ever read that was like oh my god was my mom used to force me to read books and mm-hmm. then I would have to tell her about it. So mostly I would read them so I can like explain them to her mm-hmm. and she could question me and I could pass basically. Cause she used to lie to me when she has actually read the book. 
And this, in, uh, I read the Magic Shoemaker. Okay. And this is the first time that I realized Kompa, she actually doesn't read them. Because mm. I told her a complete lie mm-hmm. and she did not notice. She was like, yes, you read it exactly like it is. I'm so proud of you. And I was like, bitch does not read these books. But by then I was hooked because the, the book was really good. Mm-hmm. But the guy who makes shoes and there are these drops who come at mm-hmm. night and make them for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked it. So I think that was the first book that changed my mind. I think I, I know books. that story. Okay, yeah. Was it illustrated? No, it was just words. Oh, okay. She did not give me illustrated books. Okay. Because mm. I was, I don't know, I was lazy when I was young. I didn't like reading. I, I so think she had to find a way to force I, me to read. I think it. if I was a kid, when I, when I have a kid, I'm going to give them Roald Dahl books because I started reading Roald yeah. Dahl books when I was when I was in Olevo and I think I would have really enjoyed to read them when I was a kid. It's true. Yeah, I, I read, um uh what was that book? About the chocolate maker. Uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. That was good. It was a good book. And that was the first one I'd ever read. Mm. Ever. And I read it to Kubwan if it's already to mm. I was it was yeah. I read that and I also read, um, I think the peach thing, spinning and the magic peach or something like that. There was a book, yeah, Rodal, like it was like a combination of many, yeah. of, like a combo two book thing, which had Child Chocolate Factory and some, and that peach thing. Yeah. And it was well written. It was really good. I think it's a great children's book. It is a very, like, childish book because yeah. Abu and the way he explains it is like he's talking to a, mm. like a, which is great. Yeah. It's a class. I mean, really well written. Obviously, a classic, yeah. And then I also read this other book called The Last Lecture by Randy Pausch, which oh, I yeah. read when I was like in A level, I guess. Yeah, it's written I think by it was high school. Yeah, the guy like it was it's written by a guy who was he had pancreatic cancer and yeah, he was, was dying, dying and yeah. he was writing the book for his kids and just giving them like life lessons and stuff and I couldn't finish it. It was sad. It was too sad. <laughs> like the third combat when I was reading it, he was already dead. I just couldn't. Yeah. I could not. I know it was so sad. But then also for me, the thing that made me want like. I took away from that. Nikomba, he worked at Carnegie Mellon, which was yeah. like, he did, he was doing computer science in Carnegie Mellon. Yeah. And it made me want to do computer engineering. Like, I was a bit on my own defense, but I think as, as but I was reading the, it, I was like, you know what, this seems interesting. I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, I want to be around this type of people for yeah. the rest of my life. Are there those type of people? Not, not in Tanzania. All right. But it's anyway. fine. Uh-huh. And then there's a book called The Defining Decade by Meg J, which is like, I read that right after university and... I read, I saw her TED talk and I read yeah. the book and it's mainly just how you should not waste your twenties. Like you should utilize your twenties because you are learning to be an adult because yeah. they, they, people tell you come by the time you're 18, you're an adult, but no, no, you're not, not even 25. My yes, friend, I believe come by, you really create the person you're going to be in your twenties yeah. because by the time you get to your thirties, like I think more books should be written about twenties yeah. than, than teens, like teens, at least you still have your parents yeah. to guide you through True. by the time you're twenties, you're definitely in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing that make this book was good for because yeah. it gave me some sort of compass come by, you know, this is how you can, these are the priorities Navigate. you should have yeah, yeah. when you're in your twenties. And I think it helped. Because I was a little lost. Like, you know, you just done with university, you studied your new job, you don't know where you're going from there. So this book kind of gave and you me... can't have money, but not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it was a awkward time. So yeah. it, it helped me. Anyway, book, you have you have more books, man. I feel like I'm I'm talking too much now. No, Malaysia. Then I have only two books. Okay. Um and then there's this other book called The Gifts of Imperfection by Brainy Brown. And I love that book because I again I read it it I read it when I was reading the year of yes during that time when I was yeah. going through some shit. And it just taught it. Basically, the whole, the tagline is how to be vulnerable. Like, vulnerability has strength, you know? Ooh. And, and you see, that face is the face that I made when I read it. Yes. When I, when I initially started reading it. But, and the way she explains it, it made sense. Okay. Yeah, it was, it's a really good book. If you're the kind, you have, if you're like me, who has like a really tough shell. Yes. And you don't let people in. 
it's a good book to read. It it challenges your opinion, your your out your outlook on that on that issue. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. Yeah, it's good. I I really recommend it. In fact, she's a great uh she's a great writer. She ha- she has another book on shame mm. called "It's Not Just You." I think like something. Like I feel that. yeah. I feel like I've seen that one around. Yeah, that one is actually it's also good, but I couldn't read it because it was so difficult to read. Why? Because I think I truth, have, truth. I have dealing with I'm dealing with issues on shame. Yeah. So reading it was just so hard. And you feel like we're not same. So I haven't finished it. But The Gifts of Imperfection is good. I feel like that one is more general. The shame issue is a little bit deep. Okay. Especially around women. Because she talks about how shame is a really big deal around women. You know, like women... I think women, we get we shame each other. We shame ourselves. We shame other people. Yeah, like yeah. people shame us. Like yeah. There's a lot of shaming involved. And <laughs> shame is a very isolated thing. Like, yeah. if you feel ashamed, you feel alone, you know? Yeah. And that's why the book is called It's Not Just You. So you understand? Oh, it's, okay. not, it's not just you who's going through Who's this feeling all this shame. Yeah. And then finally, the last book, The Social Animal by David Brooks. Like, it's a book, a little bit like anthropology... Yeah, Kwamba. It's like it's two people. I don't know if you've ever read it. I think I've told you about mm-hmm. it. It's two. It's like it follows two people. Tengewa Mezaliwa. Yeah. Mbaka wa Mekufa. And it, the so way he wrote it. And, and it's like he used he uses he used that story to explain to explain okay economics yeah, yeah, yeah. and like how systems work and yeah. how to raise children. Like one of the, the, the both of them were born in America. Yeah. One of them was born to like a really good family. The other yeah. one was her mother was an immigrant. Mm. and how they eventually met in college and married and whatever and yeah. like the choices that they made and all so many interest it's an interesting book it's really cool i recommend it okay yeah I, i'm done oh okay so um books that changed my life obviously eat pray love we've mm-hmm. talked about that one he's, yeah he's just not that into you mm-hmm. and bad feminist by roxane by king roxane yeah so bad feminist um explains Feminism, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's a group of essays, and mm-hmm. he talks about how she f- she's a feminist, but mm-hmm. she feels like she falls short of feminism, mm-hmm. be- of perfect feminism, because of things that she likes. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, before before that day that I had read that book, I felt like I couldn't completely be a feminist because how can you be a feminist if you think these things? Mm-hmm. How can you be a feminist if you partake in these things? Yeah. And the way she, that she puts it, then it's just so... It's very well written. It's yeah. very well thought of. And you realize that you can actually, not come you can partake in, like, don't be here, like, supporting rape culture yeah. and then being like, I am a feminist. Yeah. No. But I don't know. You just, after you read it, you feel like you're not really missing anything mm. by leaving some of the things that, and also, and she talks about things like, um, Madea, mm-hmm. which was, very interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, I love Madia. I love the chapter on Madia. My favorite chapter is um, female friendships. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you know, there's this whole thing that women can be friends because yeah. they're always trying to sleep with each other's boyfriends. Yeah. They're always trying to up one another. Mm. And she talks about it. And one of the things that she said was why you should never sleep with your friend's boyfriend. Yeah. Because A... That guy's an asshole, mm-hmm. and you can get your own fresh asshole. Yeah, true. Like you don't need a used one. So you don't many. need to like fight with your boy. And I feel like it, that should apply. I, you know what? I think we should like photocopy that chapter and just give it to everyone. I feel like you know everybody. Honestly speaking, that is, that is true, and that is obvious. It's obvious knowledge that people yeah. tend to forget because a lot of times I feel like people don't like come out dick is just attached Rare. to one man or something. Like girl, find Rare. your own, find your own. There is, as we said, it's. Plenty mm. and of low value. It's everywhere, my friend. It's everywhere, and you can get it everywhere. And mm. rather than like 
kugombana with your friend or with another female mm-hmm. because of a man who clearly does not care about either of you. Yeah, true. You might as well go find your own who true. does not care about you. At true, least yeah. it will be just yours, right? True, true. Yeah, so those are one of the thoughts that are in Bad Feminist. I would yeah. really recommend it for all you women and free-thinking men, yeah. as Chris was saying. Uh, yes. <laughs> all women and free-thinking men all should women read Bad Feminist. It's, it's a good book. It's a very good book. Yeah. Or you can even like choose chapters that you don't you want to read. Mm. And another book is called Insecure mm-hmm. by a lady called Beth Moore. Yeah. It's also a religious book, mm-hmm. but it talks about insecurity and why we feel insecurity. Okay. Like why we feel that we're not enough mm-hmm. for maybe our friends, why we feel we're not enough for God. Mm-hmm. Because that's a big thing, right? Like we all feel like you need to be a certain like level of good mm-hmm. to have a relationship with God. Yeah. And she talks about like why we feel our bodies are not enough and many, many, many other things. And after I read that book. I think I have become a better human being because I no longer, you know, you're even there is that idea that if you're not dressed well enough, you shouldn't go. You're yeah. like, oh, I want to come, but I don't have anything to wear. Yeah. And it's like, you're enough. It talks about why you're enough the way you are yeah. and you should be secure mm-hmm. and that your insecurities come from many, many things. One of those, like the common, what do they call it? The, like the common things that everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my parents, this, or, or my environment, that. But she says that sometimes insecurity is just you not thinking that you're enough. Yeah. And it's a scary thought to think that the way you are right now might be enough. Yeah. And that might be it. Mm. Like, you might get better, yes. But have you ever thought, Kwamba, even in legal society, I can just do anything? And I think it's the same idea with um, the year of yes. Mm. Kwamba, right now, the way you are, the things you want to do, start doing them. Yeah. Don't start thinking, Kwamba, I, can't, I really can't go to the beach until I get a beach body. Mm. No. You and like Ukedakure, you will be shocked. Come, but there are plenty of like fat people having the time of, yeah, their, of their lives. True, and I think from there that and it just it has made my relationship better in that sense that mm. I don't. I mean, obviously, if something that I need to question comes, mm. I will question. But if I don't feel like I'm not enough, I feel like I'm more than enough. That's and, good. Yeah, so. and now now I want to read this book. It's really good. It has been this lady named Kaliwe. Like, for example, at some point she was talking about these women that were... She went to talk to these ladies mm. at a bar. Mm. And they were dressed, like, really skimpy. Mm. And through talking to them, and, you know, she was just like... This one of them was, like, about... It was talking, I think, about men and something. And she was like, like, you don't need to show... What's the guy needs to wonder, like, what's in there? Mm-hmm. If you don't want to wear, like... If you want to wear, like, that, that's cool. But mm. don't wear it because you feel like this is what men want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you want to wear? Because if that's not, then whatever it is that you're wearing, that's fine. Yeah, that's just like, I think in general, the general message is don't live your life for anybody else but yourself. Yeah, but yourself. If this is what you enjoy wearing, by all means wear it. Because yeah. I, for example, Mimi, I am sort of a semi-nudist. Honestly, if yeah, I could, I could walk around naked. Yes, I yes. could. For me, no one is telling me, but this is, it's just I feel comfortable that way. Yeah. But then there are some people who are not. So if you don't like me, if that's not who you are, then don't do it. Then don't do it because you just, you are not comfortable. Yeah. But always remember that you are enough. Yeah, you're enough. And do not feel insecure. You dis- and you know, sometimes um, we're having this, okay, this is a bit of a tangent, but yeah. there's sometimes when people feel like, you know, why do I, why should I get this? Yeah. You deserve everything you have in life just because you are a human. Yeah. You are and human. You deserve You deserve all love, the things. You deserve money. Yeah. You deserve all the things just because you are here. Yeah. Like we're all here. We all, we all go here the same way. You know, and we're all given the same soul. You know, we're all created by the same person yeah. or the same power. 
So there's no difference between you and the person who has those, those things. You all deserve them. The question is, I'm a fanya kazi, and yes. opportunities, yeah. tofauti. Like, you all deserve all, the, all yeah, those things. Yeah, I don't think, Kwamba, some people are just born, you know that we've talked about this again, yeah. some men are born great. No, mm-hmm. we're all born the same. Ni Kwamba, to some people are willing to put in the work. Yeah, true. Yeah. So that's all that needs to go into you getting the things that you want to work. True, but true. it shouldn't be like, I personally, born of my parents, mm-hmm. you being the third generation of what, what do yeah. not deserve this. No, you deserve so it. So cool. So there's no need to feel insecure. Yeah. And also, I don't know, like, sometimes you see very beautiful people who feel insecure for no mm, reason. Mm. Like, you are, you, you're gorgeous. Like, if I was you, I would take over the world. So I it's know. not even about ugly people feel insecure mm. and beautiful people don't. Yeah. So it's just something it's that's in you and you need to take it out. The power of, the power of like, an attitude shift or a paradigm shift or yeah. whatever can change your life. It can. Yeah, the moment you yeah, think the moment your attitude changes, it's yeah, all about attitude. Quite honestly, quite, that's the honest truth. Because just a few years ago, I did not think Kwamba like our hair mm. could be beautiful. Yeah, I did not think when I was young. I used to think Kwamba someday I'm going to like come out of my body the way someone takes off a costume yeah. and deep inside I am a blonde blue eyed girl. <laughs> quite honestly, and but, now I'm like, why would I even? Why did I even want that? Yeah. So it's just an attitude shift. Like I used to think Kwamba as a black person and not seeing black things around me. Mm. Because how even the the girls in the chemicals, mm. they were light-skinned girls yeah. in wigs. Yeah, true. So I was just like, it's impossible to be the things that I want to be looking like this and being myself. Mm. Yeah. But attitude shift, here we are yeah. today. Like today, the only thing I think about, I can't get things because maybe I'm not willing to work for them. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... What books made you cringe or mad? Oh my god. Oh my I god. think you should go first. Personally, the Twilight. Mimi could have could have been a number of CVPND, to be honest. Like in Tatizo, Mimi, now my, nowadays, the moment yeah. we can use it, I yeah. just stopped reading. Back yeah. then, I didn't have this tab here. Yeah. That is why I read two books in the Twilight series, even Me though too. I did not like that series at all. I don't know why I did it. I, did I didn't well. like Bells, you Bellas, Bella. whoever. I didn't like Edward. <laughs> Bell. Bella. <laughs> I didn't like Jacob. I didn't like any of them. I was like, why am I reading this? This is so stupid. And at the time, there were many other books for me to read. I, was, I could have read Harry Potter. I could have read, I don't know, It Pray Love. Like, it was there during were, that time. Yeah, it was we, a time where we had a lot. Yes, where we had all these other options to read. So as I was reading Twilight, I'm like, what do people love about this? Like, this is not a good story. Especially it's Bella. It's a love story. Yeah, if especially Bella. Mimi would have done that. In the movie, in the book, everywhere. When it came to the movies, my God, I wanted to throw things at the yeah, screen. I hate women who are just... Mimi, I don't like reading books her. where the women are just chilling, waiting for the men to save them. I do not like And uh, They're also like clingy. Mm. Like the woman went into months of depression because the man left. And I'm not talking about... Okay, you obviously break up. Breakups are hard on all, all of us. Yeah. It's changed. <laughs> you will see months and winters pass. I was like, girl, no. And then she was out here trying to get herself killed. She was trying to get so herself killed. So, so, oh. oh. so dumb, man. Oh. So dumb. I can't. Oh, oh man. I, if I imagine us at that young age, and I wasn't even like a feminist or anything. No. Like I was young, but I wasn't but even I was like, like, no. This is no. not smart decision. This is not, girl, this relationship is not making you feel better. Like, ugh. And any, honestly, that book was just dumb. Hmm. And uh, I don't like books with cliffhangers. Yeah. I hate books with cliffhangers. I hate them with a passion. I hate them so much. And then they can find it. It's like, why? Why did you make me read well, all this? Way, I hate books with cliffhangers. <laughs> if I'm reading a new book, yeah. I have to make sure. 
either by a good reads or anything like that. Because yeah. there is an ending. There is an ending. Yes. And I will understand it. Yes. So alternate. Yes. I don't want endings where at the end it was all a dream. At yeah. the end it was clear. No. And, then, and you have to go Google to find out what was yeah. happening. No. I don't like cliffhangers. <laughs> Can we just close things? Me, I don't like open loops. So you in life, yeah. in the come of you to fly, you can't stumble in your head. It's true. You it, d- it, doesn't, it doesn't leave your head uh-uh. until you, know, you get like, the answer. Even series, like see, this is another thing. Like series, come yeah. like Hunger Games, right? Come yeah. is like a trilogy. Yeah. Me, I would prefer to read the trilogy when it is over. Nikki, you ah. at the end there is a resolution. So yeah. I am finishing this book. I have to wait two more years to get the second book. I did that with Harry Potter. I'm done. Remember the time that I was again. reading that book? The book about four houses where one of them is Wallace Dewey. Ah, my God, Raninini. Fucking, kuna four houses. Mm-hmm. They are the leaders. Kuna the like the police, ah, the, the strong the, people. The uh, ali- divergent. Uh, yeah, divergent allegiance. Yeah. Remember, I read the first book, and mm-hmm. I was like, "This book is dumb." <laughs> and you told me your, your brother was reading it. I was mm-hmm. like, "Please tell him to finish, and then I know what's gonna happen at the end." Because I cannot. And he told me it was a bad ending. And I was like, "Fuck that." <laughs> Not gonna do it. Okay, what book are you reading? Uh, please allow me time. Please, we are all going to discuss this in detail. Yes. My, you know, we feel the same way about this book. My book is called The Fifty Shades of Grey. That book. First of all, the Fifty Shades of Grey was a fan fiction of Twilight. So they took Wait, all those yeah, Twilight they took issues. All the bad issues. And then they, they took added, them into... They added S&M. And then they were like, you know what? So someone looked at Twilight and was like, do you know what would make this better? Sadokism. Yeah, it's true. Sadism and machokism. Yeah. Well, anyway, my complaints. Mm-hmm. This is a story about a naive millennial fe- female. I'm saying millennial because she was 20-something, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, I think she was 20. She had none of the trends of a millennial. Yeah. The girl did not have a phone. Yeah. She did not have an email address. The person who wrote she the book... Sure. The person who wrote this book was not a millennial. Yes. As I was reading it... Like and she to, thought that's what millennials were doing. As I was reading the book, it, I read it when I was in like third year. Yeah. And then there was a time that and she needed to get a laptop. And then her boyfriend yes. had to bring her a laptop. I was like... How Buy her a have... laptop. I think bought a powerful and laptop. And nowhere did, did, was this written because she came from a poor family no. or anything like that. No. She just didn't have one because... And she wasn't even like a hippie. Yeah. When you're hippie, she was like, Earth, <laughs> Mother Earth and weed. would be like, you know what? That's not her style. Yeah. She was in true and she finished. And she was studying literature. Do you know how she was studying English or literature or something? I think people think that when you study literature, how you do you just like read books in the library? In the library? <laughs> and you write your assignments by hand? I don't understand. Okay. So this is a story about a very, very naive millennial person, yeah. Anito Anne. She mm-hmm. falls in love with a creepy, rich, young stalker. Mm-hmm. How he got rich, we will never understand. Yeah, t- His t- name t- is Christian communications. Gray. He's 25. He, oh, my God. He's 25, and he's a millionaire. Billionaire. Oh, my God. So, when I don't know, his parents. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. He worked in telecom and became a billionaire. Yeah. A last Snapchat in uh, Facebook. Okay. This is rare enough. Yes, it does happen. But did that guy give you those vibes? Mm. Did he give you Snapchat no. vibes? He did not look like he invented anything. That no, was he wasn't even smart. He wasn't even mesh. He was not even smart. Anyway, so Anne graduates from college mm-hmm. and she, well, she lives like she's not a millennial because she does not own a phone, neither a computer. And for her graduation, she even had to borrow a dress from her roommate. She was like a precious child who was born yesterday when you were like... Exactly. Need someone to take care of me. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, so I uh, the story made me cringe. Kwasa mm-hmm. That guy is a stalker. He is it that whole book is about abuse? Mm. Yani basically. Yani you know, Wherever she went, he was there. He was there. As Literally, he's he there. there. What kind of love is that? Thing? I swear that guy was everywhere. 
Anyway, so, so how is he running his companies, this billion dollar it company? It's itself. Mm. It's so good it runs You're out here trying friend. to stop your girlfriend. Where, <laughs> where, are you get, where, where are you getting the time to maintain his I think his Mark Zerger spends time in the office. I don't think he had time to like stalk his wife. I don't think so. I think she liked him. Anyway, so, one, mm-hmm. this book is awful because sexual abuse. Yeah. So, um, I personally, I don't know much. I don't know as much as you do about SNM. Yes. Because I don't read those books. Yes, and I, read, I don't really. I read a lot of BDSM yes. books. But I, I just imagine Kwambay needs consent. It, not just consent. You know that contract he gave her in the yeah. beginning, right? Where he was like, oh, this is the thing you need to do. You need to sign that contract. Kwambay, Mimi, I am ready. Yes. To use, for you to use, I don't know, fire on my yeah, nipples. Yeah. Okay, I don't, do they do fire? Because people, they do a lot of things. Okay. It's not just I am ready nipples. for you to like pin my, I imagine that there is consent. Mm-hmm. Now that book did not have consent. Mm-hmm. Here is an example. Mm-hmm. So she, this is the girl saying, "No, please, I can't do this. Not now. I need some time, please." Mm-hmm. Like a girl tells you she needs some time to figure out her SNM things, like yeah. if she wants to do this, you'd expect him to be like, "Fine, take mm-hmm. your time, think about it. If mm-hmm. you're into it," he says, "Oh, Anna, don't overthink this. Does this not sound like a rapist? It's a rapist." And then she says, "No." It says that she protests and kicks him off. Yeah. He stops and he says, if you struggle, I'll tie you. I'll tie your feet too. Mm. I'll make, if you make a noise, Anastasia, I will gag you. What? This guy was weird, to be honest. This is a bad listen. And, ooh, it's you and Kwezaji, the way this is just wrong. Like, if you read a story about a guy who had, amefunga your mikono, amefunga your legs, and he's threatening to gag you. Let me tell something. This girl didn't want to do this video same shit at all. Yeah, the only one she wanted to do them, well, she ended up doing them somehow because she thought that's what it took. It took to, to get to him. him. Yeah, yes. exactly. But Which is not how it's supposed to be. No. You're supposed to be like, mm, yeah, I'm also interested to be slapped. Can you, let's yes. get to the situation where we can where all we slap get, each oh, other. We can start with the slapping <laughs> yes. and see where this goes. Yeah, I mean. Anyway, so the non-disclosure argument, which I totally agree with because of the mm-hmm. SNM things, as you have just told me. I didn't know they do, they do sign. Anyway. Yeah. So, what happens in if you... I mean, I know they have code words. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, a safe word. Like a safe word where mm-hmm. you say, I don't know, red and yeah, it stops yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> using fire with your mm-hmm. nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, I don't know, it, it, it for her, mm-hmm. it, the non-disclosure agreement was not just about that. Mm-hmm. It was about what can you wear, mm-hmm. how much you should eat, how much you should exercise, where you should, who you should talk to. And it just felt like he was putting a prison around her. And it's not just when you are Kunawato Bona Isha Maisha. Yeah. They are happy with that. But they like she, she did not was she hated not it into it at, at all. all. She didn't like it. Any the non disclosure agreement again she signed it because she wanted to be with him. Yes. But I don't think she signed it because she was like, oh okay. Yeah. This so is like, anyway. like Stockholm syndrome you know, punishment like someone yeah. doing something under the duress. <laughs> and punishment and use of force. Yeah. So this guy I'm sure, okay, SNM would mm. include some, but this was not just in the bedroom or in the red room of pain, mm. as mm. it is called. It is called the red room of pain. Take a moment to think about that. Anyway, and it's not just about that. On the streets, he would, he used to carry her, mm. like if she refuses to go somewhere, he carries her away. Mm. My God, what's the difference between you and a thief? <laughs> no, honestly, go there. Miss Mom and Jenny were like, I don't want to go there. And this person carries you and takes you there. Uh, yeah, let us see oh you. Well, let me tell something. Mm. This 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 book was written as a middle-aged woman's fantasy. You know? Yeah. It's not realistic. And you remember not... that time he spanked her until she couldn't sit? Yeah. Not as part of the agreement, mm-hmm. by the way. He just she did something. She pulled her mouth to you and mm-hmm. he didn't like it. Yeah. So he spanked her until she couldn't sit down. Really, and we were supposed to be like, oh my god, so sexy. It was such a weird relationship. And you know, back when it was when it was popular, everybody was reading it. And I was like, What yes. are you people reading? Let me tell something. As a person, I've mentioned this before. 
as a person who reads romances, which are well written by women about women who know what they want and men who don't abuse them. This being the book that is the poster child of romance novels really <laughs> hurts me. Just romance novels. S&M romance it novels. It really hurts me. Because everybody, like, someone can tell me, they're like, oh my God, this, this was S&M. Like, exactly. So, so it looks like, are you out of your mind? Someone goes, okay, I read romances. They look at me like, oh my God, no, no, someone get them about. No, I denounce. The first time you told me you read S&M, I was like, I denounce Fifty Shades of I denounce it because other books aren't like that. In other books, in an ideal BDSM situation, yeah. both of them are into it. Even if she is not like, okay, she's like interested, but not really fully into it. Yeah. It's more about him asking her like, okay, are you, are you, you want to like, do this? persuade her. Yeah. Do you want to do this? And then she says, yes, I want to do this. And when she wants to stop, she stops. Yeah. And all of these punishments or whatever are agreed beforehand. This could happen. Yes. Yeah. And, it's yani this whole book is about a guy who's trying to SNM her and she's trying to resist. Okay. And she and because she loves him, she And because around. she loves him. And he's like this, this we'll get to that. Anyway, at some point she wanted to go to see her mom and she forgot to mention it to him. And you know what he said? He mm. said, You're mine. All mine. Understand? Excuse me. That's why I can't go see I'm, my mom. I'm, I'm, I'm your <laughs> I'm yours. That's why I can't go see the woman that birthed me. I don't understand. Anyway. So he doesn't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. And clearly she wants to touch him. So yeah. what the hell? Like, I feel like Atakama, you don't like something mm-hmm. or that's part of your agreement that you don't want to be touched. That should be part of your agreement. Mm-hmm. Kwame Mimi, I don't want to be touched. And I should be like, okay, fine. I would like to touch you, but since you don't want it, that's okay. She clearly wants to touch him. But she can't. Because the he has his own issues from childhood. It, 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 all of these two people are just messed up. This, this is the kind of book and bio. It's it's like glorifies unhealthy relationships. It's true. This whole thing, this whole situation was an unhealthy relationship, and there was there's nothing romantic about that. There's nothing romantic, and we shouldn't about try to make that it's abuse, seem it's like it's romantic. It's yes. everything you can think of. It's not, and I, you don't have to make situations very unhealthy and weird for it to be romantic. No, no. you can have a very healthy relationship that is also romantic. Like why do we do like we have read so exclusive? many books where we were not even for me when I was younger because I don't read them anymore about like a cowboy who works <laughs> at a like a like a farm and a girl who's new to town and it becomes very exciting until the end yeah like it doesn't have to be kwamba this woman is raped and has to be beaten and spanked a grown-ass person and can't go see her mother and carried in the middle of the streets and i know kwamba some people are into like possessive men cave, this is not cavemen cavemen mm-hmm. but this is not even cavemen things because i'm a caveman you have to like it like the person who's possessing you mm-hmm. and telling you to do things you have to like it yeah true. but if you don't like it then this person is not possessing you. They're just literally taking advantage of you. It's an unhealthy situation. She was stuck in a weird situation. She couldn't even leave him. Exactly. Because he was always around. Every single time she tried to leave him, and, 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 and he, he just he emes- emotionally manipulates her. Like, oh no, stay. Oh, he just like calls her back. Or he's, he's talking her. So she's not really alone. It's so weird. I mean, that guy and is I so feel weird. Like, like he made it, he tried to make it sound like, you know, she would like it so much. That she, you know, she would... Remember the other girl who was stalking them? Yeah. Like, if she would like it so much, you don't really need to do any of this extra shit. Mm. Like, I feel like when you open your red room of pain and she realizes how amazing this is, yeah. you won't even have to do the extras. Yeah. Like, you won't have to carry her off over the street. She no. will be following you like a puppy. That's such a, then, then the relationship was so exhausting. Mimi, it was exhausting. By the end of the... Mimi, because of the second book, I didn't, I didn't read, either. I didn't read the whole way through. I don't know anyone who finished. I, fr- I, first, I read the first book and I was like, okay, this book is not good. However, maybe it gets better. So I got to the I thought we will understand later. I yeah. thought maybe they will like he will change in something. Yes, and then the second by the time I got halfway through the book, Nika, what happens here? Nika, 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 Sumapakamusho. And like I just like skipped, skipped all yeah. the pages. I went to the end just to see what happens. And then that scene where I'm sorry I'm spoiling this, but I guess it's out in the open now. That scene where he decides to submit to her, like 
Oh my god, he got on his knees so that he can be the submissive one now. And I was like, what is this? She doesn't even want you to be a dominant. What makes you think she, she wants, wants to be a relationship brother? All she wants is to hold your hand and just like go and do normal and touch things. in the middle of the night. Really? Honestly, that girl did not need any of this sexy shit. Um, that I, I think, she, again, Anastasia was like a baby who had just yes. been born. Like, come on, Because I feel like by the time you graduate college, you should be able to tell that this is weird. E.L. James is the person that I wrote this book. And I'm telling you, she's a middle-aged woman who had a fantasy. I feel like she's never had fan fiction. She's a major middle-aged woman. I think she's she's a mother. She's had plenty of sex. She wrote that book on her maybe blackberry. She could, maybe she okay. Yeah. It was not serious. It was like a stupid book. Well, when it came out, she started acting like it was serious. And even now, she she acts like it's serious. Okay. It's not. So many romance novels are. Yeah, there. I don't I'm know anyone that. personally who has read Fifty Shades of Freedom or whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, the third one. The third one. I know someone who has. Can I said the very end. And they like. Did the it series. make sense? They liked it. Okay, good. good. And I think, but it's a book about abuse. Let so. me tell you something. Come on, you don't read romance novels often. Those sex scenes will excite you enough to just overlook all that bullshit. Okay, the first when I was reading the first book, the mm-hmm. sex scenes were exciting me. But that's because I knew there were two more books. Yeah, really, and I thought clearly it's gonna get better. Mm-hmm. By the time I went to like, I think it was book two, and we had the tampon scenes. Mm-hmm. I I literally closed the book and opened opened that 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 part where he took out a tampon. The tampon and it's supposed to be romantic. Mm-hmm. I was like, no. No, this is where I draw the line. Yeah, it was like uh, no. Anyway, yes, that is a book that I find more stupid of them. What book did you read as a child that you think is ridiculous? Now? <laughs> the entire Sweet Valley High books, <laughs> like they are my life. I really thought I you was really a Jessica. You really love Elizabeth and Sweet Daddy. Jessica. I really thought I was a Jessica. <laughs> I was so convinced. But now I'm just like, oh my, that was a bad book. <laughs> my mom had come back to Nanda, Kenya Airport, or Kenya Tazara, like mm-hmm. they used to. Yani, if she comes back without that book, mm-hmm. we would we would not get along. Oh, I'm so okay. look at you. Yani, say if I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> these white girls and their <laughs> these problems. These white girls and their and their white girl problems. <laughs> Simply put, okay. To be honest, me, I've never liked Sweet Valley High. Really? Even then, I could not relate to their book. <laughs> However, I did like uh, the Vampire Diaries and uh, Nini Haven series by L. J. Smith. Okay, I never now, read the Vampire Diaries. Now, well, now I think about it, I don't understand why I read those books because now I'm like, what I told you that like the entire collection is at my library, and I keep looking at them. Like, the Vampire Diaries. Yes, yeah. I took the first one. I was like, I might like this. Kwasan Elena being a blonde. I was like, yeah, that's where you go back. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you go back to the show. The books, I don't know why I read them. It is silly. Because now I think back, I'm like, why did you waste your time reading? And I read four. Did you four, like them? Four, three. At that time. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I think they were just a time. You know, I think I was looking at, you know, I, again, I like fantasy. Yeah. And I was just looking for something along those lines. But I wasn't really yeah. like a fan. I was just Even reading that series, Imesha even. Imesha even. Yeah. The TV I series. Gave out, yeah. Yeah, Imesha. Oh, it has an ending. Because mm. I don't like watching TV series Amazon and Oh, it was cancelled. What? I just spent like two seasons. They had eight eight seasons. They had eight seasons, I think. Well, yeah. On match on Imagine this year. Oh, My okay. brother watched it because the ending was dumb. So. Classy. And that's all I need to hear. Okay. You want to mention your favorite bright truths? Uh, yes, quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roxanne Gay, Elizabeth Gilbert, Dan Brown, Zadie Smith, Joel Osteen, Caitlin Moran, Gillian, Gillian. I just realized it's Gillian. It's Gillian, apparently. My friend, me and Gillian. Gillian Flynn, J.K. Rowling's, both as herself and Robert Galbraith, mm-hmm. and Ian Ranking. Uh, and I can't even make a list of favorite writers because. Just write, just say 10. Okay, because, um, you, as you know, I read a lot of books. Yeah. I'm just gonna mention ten that if there's a new book coming out, I am reading them regardless. Well, th- this is like writers whose every book I have read, except yeah, or am reading at okay. the moment. 
Um, first of all, J.K. Rowling, number one. Obvious. Two, we've got Roxanne Gay. But for Roxanne Gay, for me, I feel like it's more non-fiction than fiction. Yeah. Her fiction, no. Yeah. So At a difficult women, I'm not very excited about. Definitely gonna read Hunger. Hunger, yes. Because that's, I'm interested in her essays. I think she's a great essayist. Yeah. Yeah. I like, um, what other book? Um, I like, uh, Chimamanda. I've read everything Chimamanda has oh ever written. Oh my god, I didn't mention Chimamanda. Yeah, I've read everything that Chimamanda has ever written. I yeah, love her too. writing. I think she's it's great in her stories and plot and all that are usually well developed. Americana or Half of a Leosan? Personally, I want to say Americana, but Half of half a Leosan is really good. Yes, yeah. Half of a Leosan I think is more, it's more detailed, it's it more is. complex. I, I, and you feel it. Don't like, get you me feel wrong. it deep inside. Yes, and don't get me wrong, I love Americana, but yeah. I, Prefer Habo Bielostan over Americana. Even yeah. the short stories. I like Americana though. I think I'm going to read it again. Anyway, um, and then those, so those are my serious writers. Now let me get to my, my faves. <laughs> First of all, we've got Chris We've got Chris Cole. I love her. She's amazing. Second of all, there's other woman called, um, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Crane, I think. No, no, no. It's Megan Crane. Mm. Caitlin Cruz. It's two people. Like, I don't know what her real name is, but it's the same person. Okay. She writes as in as. Yeah. And then I, I love um, Satino Hassel. It's actually a male romance writer. Him, Does he have long hair? No. Chest He's hair? a normal dude. Just oh. writes, he just writes romances. Okay. Yeah. Joy Hill, uh, she writes, she wrote this series called The Vampire Bride, series, The Vampire Queen series, which is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It has 12 books. Amazing. I definitely recommend. Um, and then there's a writer called Annabeth Albert. Annabeth Albert writes, uh, LGBTQ romances. So, okay. g- g- gay people, trans, yeah. intersex. I've actually never read anything about a trans person. Yeah. So, I'll, like, those type of books. She writes those type of books. And then, um, what are the writers that's supposed to come to mind? Uh, there's so many. Abba, Abba, I have not even mentioned the historical romance people. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> Listen, I have so many writers. I yeah. love them. Elizabeth Hoyt is amazing. Eliza James is amazing. And of course, as you can tell, I read a lot of books written by women. Thank you. I was yeah. going to say that. Yes, I read books by women. I read a lot of books written by women. I think nothing against men. And, and I don't even plan it. I just happen to read books by women. Yeah, but I think we've mentioned this before though. Yeah. I think, because the genres I like and the type of stories I like are Dominated generally by written women. by women. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't which mind supporting fine. women. You know what? Even better reasons yeah. for me to buy your book. True. Because we need support. You know the purchasing power on our is very high. Like, yeah. people overlook romance, the, the romance genre, because they think it's fluff. But it yeah. makes money. Because guess so, what? Yeah. I buy books and I live in Africa. So yeah. you can imagine Ukumai, can Ukumai, how, many, how, many, how many women are buy. buying those books. Elizabeth Gilbert was talking about her friend who's a college professor. Mm. And she wasn't making enough money as a college professor. So she decided to like, it spend like, you know, an extra job mm. writing romances. Mm. And she says she was writing it as someone else, obviously, because mm. she's a college professor. Yeah. So apparently the contract, you know, you have to write two sex scenes mm. there. And someday she went to, with her colleagues. Mm. And there's a picture of her. I'm mm. a to do it. Yeah. And her colleagues were like, you know, look at these writers when you name it. Mm. And she was right there and she was like, yeah, I know, right? And they couldn't tell because nobody could guess come by this big college professor woman was writing. And a lot of these books that are written like in uh, in, in romance are written by women about when a friend Kazi, they used to they be have journalists, yeah. they used to be professors. So they're well written, like well researched, well written. Yeah. It depends on what kind of books, what kind of genre you like. But it's, they're not badly written books. Yeah. I can, I read romance novels that are better written than some thrillers because some thrillers I try to read them like that because I'm like, ah, you this don't know how to construct no a story. Yeah. You're Just, not making me interested. Yeah, you're not making me here. interested. Yeah. Upcoming writers. Uh, 
in what sense? Mkoba is dead. Then is someone you've read one book, maybe a person who has this one book. Yeah, Giasi. Uh, homegoing, yeah. definitely. Like if she writes I again, hope. and that was her debut novel. So I know, right? Yeah, like if she has another book, definitely gonna read it. Forgot to mention that in books that changed my life. Yeah, that was a great book. So definitely looking forward to reading others. Yeah, and really think, changed my mind about colonialism and slavery. Yeah, and there read a lot of like debut writers in the romance novel, like in romances. I'm really scared of like risking reading. Like new writers, really? Yeah, I usually like I need a person that every time come every time to offer an ambitious good. Ah, maybe I can read even the first book. It depends yeah. on the book. If it's really great, I read it. Oh, and I wanna read more Neil Gaiman. Yeah, because I read um American. Girls. Yes, and I have my best, my best one of my best friends, Kai. She yeah. loves Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. So those are going to be the two men that I decide to read because they do write fantasy and I really yeah. liked American Gods. So I'm gonna more York when I could check out more of his books. She sent me a Nancy Boys. Yeah. And I'm gonna start reading that. I already have a Nancy Because I don't wanna read American Gods. Uh, so you, cause don't I want to enjoy it. Shadow Moon um, as he breathes mm, and lives. Mm. Speaking of Shadow Moon oh, American water. Gods. Did mm. that scene of that gin in that guy. Yes. In the book was not that intense. We are just oh. reading it going like I'm just watching it going like uh Yeah we did not we did not talk for like five minutes. You after went, that scene. yeah, you went. <laughs> Me and my significant other were just like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I was watching it by myself. My friend, and I was there like, was fire coming out of them eyes. I, I, there was. Did you notice that they used um, a lubricant, a natural lubricant from their mouth? I, I, no, not only that, that man walked <laughs> in. That man walked in with a gin dick. He and did. I was like, oh my this? god, he did. I was like, what is this? <laughs> Oh, jeans oh, like this? I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was intense. Yeah, anyway, the time it was done, to be honest, I was just like, huh? Definitely watch American Gods. It will give you some reactions. <laughs> it will. It will. Anyway, wrapping, time to wrap it up. Do you have anything else to say? Um. Oh, yes. I was going to talk about work. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying to write an article about work. Okay. Because I've had, I've been thinking about work and I grew up thinking that Things should come to you just because your parents should love you because they're yeah. your parents. Your friends should love you because they're your friends. Like mm-hmm. unconditional love for everyone. You get unconditional love. You get unconditional love. <laughs> yeah. We all get unconditional love. Okay. Unfortunately, in real life, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You have to actually work. You have to put your time in things. True. Everything. Religion. God does not just love you just because. True. I mean, I, I, okay, I don't know how to say it. You have to try to be a good person mm-hmm. for the people that you love, for your parents, for Whatever it is, as we were saying up just a few minutes before, you need mm-hmm. to work for it. Yeah. We're all entitled to everything on earth, but why should you get it and on somebody else? Mm-hmm. You should work. Yeah. That's just the difference. It's true. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's what adulthood teaches you, you know? But you yeah. only get what you're willing My to friend, do. Childhood tells you you're very special. No. You will have everything you want. And then adulthood just comes and punches you and tells you, yeah. no, babe. Adulthood just shows you, like Kwamba, you know what? Come on, come on, you won't get anything. Yeah. If you want to work for something, you're going to get something. Yeah, so. so I feel like this should extend to our personal lives as well. Mm, relationships. Like, we, to our relationships and to our friends. Mm-hmm. We need to put time and work in True that, that. Yeah. Yeah. For people to love you, you have to be a good person. You have to spend time with them. You have to be a trustworthy person. You have to be a trustworthy person. Yeah, and all this, you ha- and all of this doesn't day. happen by an accident. It doesn't happen by accident. It so doesn't. You genuinely yeah. have to make a decision. Because people, like, at first, maybe people are just interested in you by, like, things maybe like how you look or how you talk. Mm-hmm. But then for them to actually get to know you and to be with you mm-hmm. long term, mm-hmm. to be your friend 10 years from now, yeah. you have to put in time and work. Should I? I'm sorry. Completely agree. If that depresses you, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody who doesn't 
agree with that is in denial for now. For now. But one day, like me, <laughs> you will be punched into reality. Okay, um, so you can find us on Twitter at the BTW Podcast. You can write us an email, btwpodcast at outlook.com, which, by the way, no one ever uses. We just keep That's putting right. it there. Um, thank you for listening to the past episodes. Um, our last episode didn't really have a lot of comments. Oh, really? Yeah, but I had a busy I think the lesson was Yeah. So we have to